0: A brief warning. Our next bit of programming could possibly induce a toxic mix of shock and nostalgia. As for why? Well, two words. Roller Derby. Welcome to the revolution. I'm the Big Kahuna.
1: I'm Nominato. I'm Anna Wolf. And I'm Helen Sunday.
0: And together we are...
1: Sorry.
0: Welcome back, folks. Episode 21, Jump Street of Viva La Derby. I am the Big Kahuna, a.k.a. the Mayor of Lunch Lady Land. (laughs) Let me just put an asterisk on that and say that I am not the one that came up with that one. (laughs) All the blame lies elsewhere. But if anyone else wants to have a funny nickname for me, I will say it. I don't care because clearly the standard has dropped. <laughs> the mayor of loves Lady Lands. I'm very happy to be back recording this podcast with you, Fine folks. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. Left I was you. just gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Without a dope beat to step to, I am the
2: <laughs>
3: um,
0: Due to technical difficulties, aka I didn't have a computer. Uh, we haven't been recording or doing much of Viva Derby lately, but someone asked me recently, hey, you do a podcast, don't you? Said, yes, sometimes, and we're doing it now, but we're going to be coming back with a vengeance now that I actually have a computer to do stuff on, um, look at porn mostly, and Facebook. We're going to be doing lots and lots of Viva Derby over the next coming weeks or months because there is a shit ton of things happening in Roller Derby in Australia, and to do all the talking about it, Denominator, how you doing, man?
2: I'm doing awesome. Very, very, very happy to be back. I was kind of overdoing the podcast, and we had this break—you know, not intentional break—but and now I'm really excited about it again. So yeah.
3: Anna War, welcome back. Yay! I am excited to be back because it feels like we have we haven't done this in ages.
0: It feels We're like a long off. time. Like a long time. And Helen Sunday, how you doing?
1: I've been so roughly without you guys. It's really oh. it's really good to be
0: back. I'm glad. We're Very doing glad. this episode a little bit light on the ground as far as troops go. We've got Mike Wright sitting out of this one. So we wanna send some big love his way, but he'll be back on the next episode, I'm sure. Um we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're gonna do our usual shout outs and what you said.
2: We're gonna do about recaps and
1: results. We've got news and chat. <laughs> we've, got some, we've got some upcoming events.
0: And of course, we got B- 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 big in P- all that on this episode of Viva La Derby. Let's get to some shout-outs. I'm going to kick mine off with a big shout-out to the newly named Coaches of the Australian Men's Roller Derby representative squad, Ivy Anarchy from Sydney Roller Derby League, and Annabelle Lecter of Northern Brisbane Rollers. Congratulations, girls. I'm glad to have such awesome ladies coaching our guys along to, um, I'm sure, what will be glory against New Zealand in August. We're going to talk about lots of Murby in upcoming episodes of Viva the Derby. It might be by myself, though, right? Because I don't think some of our girls are, are quite as supportive.
2: Hey. So, <laughs> too. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking
0: of someone who isn't quite as supportive of Murby <laughs> No, you got any shout outs?
2: Yeah, I do have some shout outs And it's not that I'm not supportive that The boys get to do everything And they just like automatically become good at things really fast And it shits me to tears But go Murby, I guess Because um, they all play hockey So they get all, already scared. No, they don't all play hockey Friggin' uh yeah, or football derby
1: name? Whichever one Canage pours coffee. He doesn't play hockey.
2: know what's your brother's Hi, derby name again? Quadfather. Quadfather, thank you. He put, I I saw him, like, put on quads for the first time and then demolish everybody. It's not fair, but that's just the way the world works and I'm okay with that now. Yeah,
0: I'm but better. he played roller hockey. He played hockey.
2: Did <laughs> he? I thought he just did aggressive skating.
0: Uh, And roller hockey when he was, and he I was didn't like know, but 12 or something, 13.
2: Yeah, it still counts. (laughs) Anyway, no, go the boys. I'm really proud of you, and I hope that you guys can keep this going. And all right, so my shout-outs go to um, our our missing brother to start off with, Mike Wright. Um, Sucks that you're not here to record with us. I know you've had a bit of a rough time recently with the – the shutting down of the, the wrestling thing over in New Zealand and breaking your wrist and moving house and you had a lot happening so I just wanted to let you know that we're thinking of you and hope you're doing okay and we um, miss you and also a massive massive shout out and big love goes to the Digi Dodgers the youth league over in Queensland that my home girl had on Sunday coaches um, not just there but I'm doing a shout-out to all youth leagues because, unfortunately, I didn't get to watch this out. I wasn't in Queensland, tonight, but I saw the photos that Roaring Storm took, and they just blew me away. These kids are going to be absolute machines, and I'm so glad that I'm going to be old and retired by the time that these girls can play against me because they're going to demolish all of us. So, yeah. But big love to all the youth leagues out there.
3: Um, I want to give a shout-out to Carmen Get Some and Shorty Outs for coming down and putting on the Radius boot camp and also for S2D2 for hosting. Thank you S2D2. It was a great weekend.
2: It was the best weekend I've had in ages and it took me so long to come down from that amazing boot camp. I was really 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 sad on Monday at work. I like, know. That was the worst. Me and London Brawling were sitting next to each other just talking about the boot camp. We are talking about Derby even more than we usually talk about Derby at work, which pissed off a lot of other people. But I didn't care. (laughs) I didn't care. Didn't you get,
0: like, the Participation Award or Spirit Award or something?
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why did did you get it, (laughs) Nobbs? Because Shorty Ounce had a nosebleed and she didn't know what to do. So I helped her out. I performed first aid and she was like freaking out. I told her to put her head between her knees and she'd never heard of that. She was like, should not I just swing my head back? I'm like, no, that is like not the thing to do. This is like basic first aid. Please pinch the top of your nose and put it between your knees and you will be fine. And she was fine. And I was very concerned for her, but she's little and was looking pale. So, yeah, that's why I got that award and I got a cool shirt. I was pretty happy with that.
3: Yeah, I wonder I wonder if her nosebleed was because she wasn't inhaling the Vicks properly.
2: Why? What was she doing? You know
3: how you put Vicks in um like vapor rub in a bowl of hot water and then like inhale the fumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was that sick and we were telling her to do it. And she's like, "No, this is not. You don't do this." And we're like, "Yes, you do this." She was a little worried. Maybe she just didn't inhale the Vicks properly. <laughs>
2: Or was she like sticking her nose in the jar of bix or something? Or No. no. Okay, because that's not the right thing to do either. But no, it's saying.
3: not. No, no, no. Okay. She, had the she was it licking it, in the water. it. Oh, yeah, she, she was, was licking
0: it out of the jar. <laughs> Ew. Ew.
3: Well, well Obviously, survived. it tastes better than Vegemite. <laughs> you take that back.
2: Oh, that's <laughs> no. Australian. No, no,
3: no, no. Oh, I'm oh, It the probably jar. would. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, that's what I meant.
2: <laughs> well, regardless, shorty ounce survived. Come and get some. Didn't lose a best friend, and they went on to do a fabulous boot camp, and it was one of the best weekends ever. And I want them to come back and never leave. Yeah, pretty much.
3: We will just flood their Facebook pages with real estate.
2: Oh well, I'd be flooding. Come and get some uh, Facebook page with all things made of peanut butter. <laughs> I'm just like Australia has this da 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 da, da and this and da, and da, da, da. caramel, anything chocolate and caramel. Oh, I didn't know that. I just knew yep. about the peanut butter. Yeah. But okay. Oh, that's that's a whole other thing. Stalkers. <laughs> She told us.
3: Yeah, she <laughs> told us. <laughs> but speaking of Americans, Debbie Deeds have recorded their 150th show. So congrats, Debbie
1: Yay. Deeds. Yay! Yay! We're almost there. Oh, yeah. My. Yeah, <laughs> almost.
0: you 21.
1: Almost.
0: Three years is not bad. Almost.
3: Yep. It's not bad.
0: <laughs> Did you see um, – have you listened to the latest episode, Rach? Yes, I have. They, with the shout – when they mentioned the shout-out? Yes. <sighs> I was so offended.
3: I know. I was like, oh, crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was only kidding. So, no, Anna I Waport, was like, Um "What?" with the quick hits, she goes, talk about the Apprentice Leagues. And I said, congratulations <laughs> on the 150 from everyone at Viva Derby. And it's come from <laughs> my account. It's you, on Facebook. Yeah. And then Me- Megatron goes, and speaking of Annawar, she's on Viva La Derby. Thank you, Anna War, and everyone at Viva La Derby. I was like, I said it! I said it! <laughs> big, big congrats to Derby Dears. I actually wrote on the wall, sp- more specifically, which maybe he felt uncomfortable with, that they are the wind beneath our wings.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, he did.
0: He didn't read that out verbatim.
1: I just want to give a couple of shout-outs to uh, Goose from Little Adelaide Rollers for coming up and jam-reffing the Junior Derby bout that we had on the 28th, Uh, and to all the amazing NSOs and refs who gave up their time um, to come along and do that for me. I also want a big shout-out to the Pussy Whips and Mustachio Nuts for donating some of their proceeds to my girls so we could have uniforms for our bout. Uh, And also a shout-out to Storm Jury. He misses everyone in the Derby world. And lastly, to Susie Powell, just for being awesome, and we miss you.
0: Now, one of the things we like to do is get people to provide content for us. We don't want to do all the work, so we ask people to, on Facebook today, what should we talk about tonight as we record? And we've got a whole ton of people giving us things to talk about. Some of them good, some of them bad, but we're gonna do them all anyway. Helen Killer starting it off from Townsville said that we should talk about northern tropical thunder and we definitely will.
2: Um also got a little comment from Carly, our friend over in New Zealand. Ain't it kind of sad that roller derby is the only sport I can cheat really loudly without people staring at me? Oh well first to show how awesome roller derby is not too sure what's going on there Carly But I hope that you're cheering really, really loud over in um, New Zealand for all the sports that you enjoy, and nobody should be staring at you. So hope you're having a great time. She also said, oh, and Mount Militia Derby Crew's awesome home game on the 27th, fast furious action between the nuclear knockouts and Call of Booty. Score Call of Booty 185 to nuclear knockouts 137.
3: That is a rad name. Call of Booty?
2: yes. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. I fucking love that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that could be our New Zealand recap for the day with no Mike ride on this episode. Thank you, Carly.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, parole Denied says, the upcoming Weird versus S2D2 bout on the 26th of May. Please. I have That's a feeling that awesome. will be brought up later on. Yes, it will be. Uh, and uh, I didn't know about that. Why didn't I know about that? Because you're not part of the league anymore. <sighs> <laughs> bom, bom. It's twenty days away. Surely you should have uh posted it around by uh, we now. We only
0: s-
1: Yes. <laughs> so Jesse Leggy Stevenson said, Let's talk about Tropic Carnage two thousand
0: thirteen. Going early. You want to get in the information as soon as possible on that one. That's a long way away.
1: I know. It's not till
0: August.
1: But yeah. Tipsy
0: Gypsy August. Is it in August this year? I don't know actually. Oh, Is I was in October?
1: Maybe. I was just okay. taking a guess.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a number of months away anyway. Uh, Tipsy Gypsy said we should talk about the awesomeness of open season. It's in its second year now and with two divisions. It's amazing. I can't imagine a better way for home teams to get such a wealth of experience. Good point, Tipsy Gypsy, and we're going to talk all about open season, I'm sure. Yes, we with will. With Queensland update.
1: Thank you to my Wolf Pack member, Tipsy Gypsy.
2: But we've also got a a little comment here from Apes the Poppin. The long-awaited final episodes of Breaking Bad, or I suppose some roller derby stuff.
0: Can't wait for the Breaking Bad finale. It's going to be amazing. I'm like, I'm the- like two
2: I'm like two seasons behind.
0: Yeah, you should watch that. Um, but yeah, that's that was a good one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do you, should we talk about Breaking Bad, or is that maybe on our Breaking Bad podcast that we do?
2: That's in the other podcast we do.
3: Jodie says, you could talk about husbands buying their wives some awesome skates for
1: Mother's Day. I think that is a great idea. Glam Torino asks, are we covering the WFTDA clinic? Maybe chat about some of the different interpretations of the rule changes that were clarified at that clinic or the updated minimum skills requirements and what that may mean for skaters.
3: She is such a training coordinator.
2: Yeah, (laughs) she's a training coordinator. Glam is the training coordinator over at Southside, and there is questions that are being brought up currently by some of our members.
0: That's a that's a big topic to talk about.
2: Yeah, we need a whole other podcast without Glam. <laughs>
0: let's do that. Uh, let's do um. Yeah, let's do a corporate speak and put that in the parking lot. We'll just park that for now. Yeah, and we'll come back to that one. We have to remember it. Can we get our intern to write it down for our next?
1: She just noted episode. it now. Just been okay. noted.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Glam. We will definitely talk about that. The WFTDA clinic happened on the 13th and 14th, same weekend as the Carmen Gets on Shorty Ann's boot camp in Sydney. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out of there that we could probably geek out upon for many hours on end. And I didn't even think about it, to be honest, but I'm going to try to see if we can scrounge up some refs to have a chat about. I'm sure, um, Gnomes, you'll be all over that one.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about talking to refs. <laughs> 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 I am.
0: <laughs> why can't What's you, you, guys? That? you guys, You're such a bad guy. You guys liar. make
2: me sound like such a bitch. I, I have friends that are reps who I love. This is why you don't uh,
0: know. We make you sound like a bitch.
2: Yeah, you <laughs> do. You do.
0: <laughs> Matsuka is uh, the New South Wales ACT rep for AMRD, and he wants us to talk about Murby. I think, again, known as the uh, Miss Negative over here. Oh, uh, I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> We've already like, established...
2: You guys No, it now. I kid.
0: I, I jest, I just. We're, we're going to talk about Mervy as things come up, and I'm actually in talks with uh, Under Siege from the AMRD to have a good old chat online about, about all the stuff happening with Australian Men's Roller Derby and... Um, I guess Murby in general. Oh, a really cool thing to announce is um, Smash, Sydney City Smash, is uh, the first men's derby league or team or group, or whatever you want to say, in Sydney, in Australia. Oh, Sydney is in Australia, but <laughs> <laughs> the first Murby group in Sydney to finally get going. And, um, and I'm pretty pleased about that. Uh, I I hate when um, Sydney is lagging behind the other states. (laughs) They've obviously been playing a little bit over the last year or so up against the Brisbane boys on quite a few occasions, but also some mixed ones in there last year and also the Mustachio Nuts this year, and it's good to see that they're finally getting organised. And Sydney City Smash, watch out for them.
2: So, uh, Fatly Fanny says, Kylie, tell them about selling out a regional game. Kylie? In
3: response to Fat Lib Fanny, says Murray River Derby Dame sold out our first home bout in regional New South Wales. Crowd of over
1: 350. Go regional roller derby. I echo your sentiment. That is that very is cool, cool to hear. Um, the Southside Derby Dolls, I have asked, does anyone know where the S2D2 black helmet covers are? The ones with the Star Wars motif on them. Um, there will be a return a reward if they are returned washed. They have gone. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they've gone missing. I have found some of our missing
0: stuff, but not all of it. No, they're not it. They're and not, they're it not missing. The Star Wars ones aren't missing. It's the other ones that are missing. I like that Um, Viva Derby can be a notice uh, board. A notice board. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do all your dirty work for you, folks. Just make sure you message us and we'll put it on there. Even if it's going to be three weeks late, like you know, it doesn't matter.
3: What's that tree place on the internet? What's it called? Gumtree. Gumtree.
0: Gum right? Gum Craigslist. <laughs>
3: Ew. <laughs> is it Craig or is it Craig? Craig
0: says. <laughs> it's Craig. Ben McCulkin, that's McCauley Culkin's brother. <laughs> Um, I don't know your derby name, bro. I'm sorry, I don't know your derby name, but he's he wants us to talk about uh, Towns Villains Roller Derby's Mother's Day Mayhem this Saturday and Northern Tropical Funday on the June long weekend. We'll talk about Northern Tropical Thunder. I don't even know if this podcast will be out by the time the Mother's Day thing happens, so you may be cut out completely. Who knows? I don't
2: know who this person is. Who's this person? Who's this? That's
0: your No mom? idea. Just say it. <laughs> That's your mom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your mum. Dude, my mum dude, my mum is dead. Oh, I oh,
0: you
2: play that card awesome as well. I do and that. You know
1: too. what? My mum is dead and she's like in the drawer you. right next to me and she would have loved that joke. Yeah, my
0: mum's in the lounge room on the shelf. Oh, no! <laughs> but you pull that out, Austin. Awesome. I'll, like...
1: I'll tell you what my mum in. The urn my mum came in broke when we scattered her ashes and we kept some of them. And I was like, oh my God, what are we going to do with these? We put her in a Chinese takeaway container that says saute tofu, no
0: mushrooms. <laughs>
1: Oh. On the lid. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: my mum's yeah, in ashes are in the van. I want to get her ashes put into a tattoo.
1: See, I don't know about that. I wouldn't want my mum with me all the time. She was a bitch. But clearly she had a great <laughs> sense of humour. She did. She was hilarious.
0: <laughs> okay, let's do the hey, shout out from your mum. No,
3: my mum's downstairs, watching TV. Oh, thank, thank yeah. God. <laughs> I'm
2: <back often>. <laughs> No. <laughs>
3: I may be metal, oh, but I'm not Jesus. quite that metal.
2: Oh, so Brandon, she called Sue. What's the talk about sex? Question mark. Or okay, so... anybody's mum.
0: Tumblr? Blatterly
1: Blatterly Mitchell? Uh, the Whips versus Nuts, and we need to get more interest in Junior Derby in Sydney. I'm
0: reading our minds. Go on your gurge. That's all our shout outs and Facebook stuff, etc. Uh, it's been fun. Make sure you hit us up on Facebook to get all your comments and questions and topics of discussion to us at any time. But let's get to some bout recaps. Alright, we got a whole ton of scores and results to get to. It's been a long time since we recorded it, uh, recorded the podcast so there's obviously a lot going on but I had no idea that there was this much happening in Australia in the last couple months. It's it's only like March and April but there's so much there so we're going to fly through some of these and um, we'll get to the Queensland stuff after but starting off going back to mid-March, 16th of March, we've got Devil's State Derby League taking on Convict City Rollers and the Convict City Rollers taking that one out 234 to 174.
2: Then also on the 16th of the 3rd, we've got Blue Mountain Roller Derby League, the three sisters taking on the hard kamikazes for the 5x5 Roller Derby competition currently. Blue Mountain took that 1-8, 392 so the Kamikazes 76.
3: And also on the sixteenth, and also part of the five x five tournament, the Central Coast Roller Girls Valkyries took on Southside Derby Dolls, the Force, and the Valkyries took that one away, two hundred and seven to one twenty-five, and that was actually their first win of three against the Force.
0: Isn't it weird that like we're talking about an S two D two battle and neither of you guys girls played in it?
2: But I'll be playing the next one.
0: <laughs> it just feels weird.
1: Way to rub it in. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, I know, but I wasn't part off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if anyone wants to pay more attention to the 5 by 5 stuff going on, there is going to be a, another episode of the Viva La Derby 5 by 5 specific podcast coming out very soon. We will we'll go into it in a lot more detail. Also, that same night down in Victoria, the Diamond Valley Roller Derby's Rough Cut Rollers took on Murray River Derby Dames, Murray Mayhems. Murray River taking that one out, 283 to 231.
2: And on the 17th of the 3rd, we had Steel City Derby Dolls, that's from Wollongong taking on the Sydney Roller Derby Assassins. The Assassins took that out 173 to 126.
3: And on the 23rd of March, South Sea Roller Derby's South Sea Sirens took on Western Australia Roller Derby Awards of the Skate. South Sea took that one out 329 to 128 and I believe they were newly WFTDA Apprentice Leagues at that time.
0: The next day, it looks like Western Australia did a bit of a, a road trip to Victoria, made the most of it by taking on the Queen Bees the next day from Victorian Roller DB League. Queen Bees putting on a hefty score, 429, plays 87 for Western Australia.
2: And on the 6th of the 4th, we had Witches of Eastwick. They're the Eastern Victorian Roller Derby League taking on the Westside Derby Dolls. That's Westside Glory. Westside Glory took that out 309 to 162.
3: Also a great name. Yes. And great
2: uniforms. Because I
3: Which love one? Westside Story. With- oh, oh wait. Westside they're good. both good. Witches of East Do you Beach like Westside been? Story? It's my second favorite. Movie.
0: That's awesome. Wow, what's your first favorite musical? Les
3: Mis, and yeah, the only musical <laughs> oh, that was a I've ever big seen. Sigh
0: there from Sunday. Yeah, why? Why
3: Sunday? I love Les It's amazing. Yep,
0: I love Les Mis. Yep.
1: See, Les, know, Mis is,
0: podcast,
4: but... Les Mis okay, is
1: my second favorite musical, and my first it's is. It's probably sound my second music. favorite.
0: We could do a musical podcast. We could you know Les Mis played in. They did an amateur version in Chatswood like two weeks ago. <laughs> they ran it for about 10 days, and I was going to go see it, but I don't have any money, so I didn't watch it. But anyway.
3: They did like a promotional thing at Town Hall or Central or something for the Les Mis DVD release. Yeah, for the and one of my, yeah, yeah, one of my friends does stuff with like a production-y musical-type company, and she was involved in that. It was like really cool, and there's all these people standing around. It was so good. Yeah, they
0: put the barricades up and everything.
3: Okay, moving along. Back to Roller Derby. Also on the 6th of the 4th, the Blue Mountain Roller Derby League's Free Sisters took on Inner West Roller Derby League's Bulletproof West, and Blue Mountain took that one 206 to 119, and that was actually part of the 5x5 five five tournament. Uh,
0: that was, of course, double header. so the second bout from the 5x5 five five tournament that night on the 6th was Hards hosting the, the home team, Hards Kamikazes, up against CCRG, or Central Roller Girls Valkyries. Valkyries taking that one out 282
2: to two uh, to 137. Okay, on the 13th of the 4th we had Broken Hill Roller Derby League take on um, the Homicide Dolls from Murder City Roller Girls. Murder City took that out 288 to 124 and this is Broken Hill's first bout.
3: On the 14th of April, which followed the WFTDA officiating clinic, we had the Mustachio Dots taking on the Pussy Whips. The Pussy Whips took that one out 284 to 150 to the nuts.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about this one a little bit.
1: Yay.
2: This was a
0: great bout. <laughs> so this was um, obviously the third bout. Was it the third bout? Yes, it was. Uh... This was the third bout between Mustachio Nuts and Pussy Whips. This is a tradition going back to 2010, um, sort of stemming from the Ref Bangers. This is the refs at TGSS, the first one around. But the Mustachio Nuts Pussy Whips first played in 2010. That ended in a double overtime draw, and then in 2012 at RollerCon Down Under was the rematch, and the guys took the Nuts at um, in a last minute jam. So the Pussy Whips came out pretty excited and wanting to win. For those of you that don't know, this is obviously a mashup team. Some of the best skaters in Australia making up the Pussy Whips as far as the girls go, and then uh Girls versus Boys, the Mustachio Nuts, uh, some mixed skaters as well with the guys. We were all at that one except for Sunday. I mean, our Sydney contingent was at that one. Uh Denominator, Anna, what did you think of the bout?
2: I, I really enjoyed it. There was some great, um, awesome play. Mad Mel Arena did the did the whole skate backwards to the whole track, which go which we learned that we learned about that day at um the Carmen Shorty bootcamp. Do you remember that animal? Which yeah, was that was that, pretty
0: freaking amazing. That was the first I'd, time I seen that. I've that never amazing.
2: seen that, and I didn't know that. Like, I we should have known, but I didn't know that was a thing. And then they go minus a lap. So yeah, was like, that was, yeah, that was awesome. That was very, very cool. And then there was that epic apex, apex jump. jump. By, uh, Awesome
0: junk.
3: Which was quite funny because we also did apex jumping as a little like fun thing at the Get Some Athletics Camp
0: too. <laughs> and then he tried for the second apex jump. No, oh, yeah. Cookie Cutter goes, "Fuck no, you're not dead getting another one, AJ," and promptly went straight in front of him and took it square in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Full contact, high speed arson and junk in the air, straight in the into, ass. uh, in the arse. Cookie cutter <laughs> taking him for a team. A, ver- a
3: very little cookie cutter. She's in the
2: small.
0: <laughs> yeah, he mm. nearly killed her. <laughs> Everything was fully clothed. I make that sound bad. so
2: His wife was there. He, they were playing on the same team.
0: He, of course, went to the penalty box for that and ended up fouling out. The only guy to foul out, which we thought was going to be the entire team based on the way the first half was played. Yeah, Penalties in bunches just non-stop referee whistles. And we th- I, I sort of made a comment uh, on the mic that maybe the, the rest were so hyped up about their, their officiating clinic, they just wanted to call everything. <laughs> just call, whistle, whistle, whistle. Uh, they definitely kept the penalty box very busy and a little bit confused. And even on the microphone, because uh, I was MCing with Mike, man, it was just a nightmare to keep track of who was going in and out of the penalty box. But it was a hell of a lot of fun to watch anyway. And the ladies taking it out, big win. Uh, they wanted revenge the last one they got it with a massive win in the second half there the The guys looked like they jumped out to a, a big start, and I thought maybe the guys were going to run away with it, they were being a little bit more physically dominant and throwing their weight around. But I think the experience of the of the pussy whips just kind of came into play and really settled it down in the second half. There was nowhere near as many penalties, and they were able to just go to work and do business, taking out the win.
2: So on the on the twentieth of the fourth, we had um, WSR's opening game of their home season. Um, the mini bout was WSR Zombies taking on S2D2s the 4th. We were invited out there for a skate. We took that one out, hundred and eight to eighty-seven.
0: And Denominator, That was your first time skating in what nine months or something ridiculous?
2: Yes, it was my. Actually, my last bout was at, um, a mini bout at WSR against the Hellfire Honeys, which was actually Southside's first bout, which we lost. Then I broke my ankle, then I had some time off to recover. Obviously, and that was my first bout back. And it was, I was so, so, so nervous. There's a really good photo of me during gear check that looks like I'm going to back and vomit on a ref. I was really <laughs> scared. I was so, so scared. <laughs> but, um, it was once the first jam was done, I was like, fuck. Well, I'm ready to do this and also, also, sadly I had
3: such a time. Yeah, it's such a surreal moment the first time you come back from being, uh, like, severely injured, like, breaking a bone or something and you get, then, shit, I don't know if I can do this. But then, you know, the jam's over and you're like, oh, this is fine.
2: Yeah, I was fine, like, and at the, at the end of it, it was only a mini-bout, it, it only went for half an hour, which was good. I'm really, really happy that my first bout back was a mini-bout. At the end of it, I just remember hugging one of my teammates, I think it was Glam, Glam Torino, who's also my, my crip sister. We both broke our ankles. Uh, hugging her going, I'm not broken, I'm not broken, the curse is over. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, I can play again. So I was, I was, I'm very, very, very happy to be able to skate again with my team. Oh, and as a side note here, from Cyclone Sina, Silla saying, no, thank you, I love you, Scylla.
0: Cyclone Scylla, never forget.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's, Dude, for that. she's not dead. She's not dead. <laughs> nice. she, she might she be fading it, away and almost looking like a skeleton, but she's not dead.
2: She's not looking skeletal. She's looking. No, I'm kidding
3: no but every time I see her it looks like she's lost more weight I'm like holy shit man you don't
2: have much more weight to lose She does. <laughs> she's done now she just needs to become like this fitness machine that's gonna tear us all apart it's gonna be incredible she's, she's into lifting now she's like into weight lifting oh she's gonna get ripped she will yeah it's gonna be bad it's gonna be awesome I'm, I'm just... so glad I'm so glad she's on my team <laughs> I've noticed She's going to come to
0: training and go, do you even lift, bro? <laughs> you
1: <didn't> even lift? <laughs> no, there's that new crazy weightlifting fad that's going around. CrossFit.
0: That's it's
2: it.
1: CrossFit. Everyone's doing it. I'm like, oh, my a couple, God.
2: I am couple not of girls our, oh, There's a couple of girls at our league that do CrossFit, and I, and I like weightlifting. It's something that I'm very interested in, but – um, so I'm hoping to go to a weightlifting gym and just do a trial and see like if it's something I can handle. But I don't know. But I'm, I'm excited to try it. I like that. I like all that kind of shit. <laughs> Why don't you worry, try it, Anna Wall? You'd be fucking awesome at it. Everybody else does it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm gonna do that. something else. <laughs> what else is there to do? I was trying to look up other like, other things other than going to the gym. Paddleboarding. Like,
1: I, I, paddle- <laughs> I might as well play lawn bowls Sunday. <laughs> Lawn Bowls. Hey, I like Lawn Bowls, all right? So do but I like to drunk while
3: I play it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, digressing. The main bout for the WSR season opener was the Circuit Breakers taking on the Hellfire Honeys, and the Circuit Breakers took that one out 175 to
0: 152. Uh, the next day, Sunday bout, Wollongong, Illawarra Roller Derby, still City, WDOS, their travel team, took on Canberra Roller Derby League's VCBs, their B team. And the B team taking that out from Canberra, 271 to 176.
2: And on the 27th of the 4th, we had Murray River Derby Dames, the Murray Mayhems, taking on the Diamond Valley Roller Derby League Rock Cup Rollers. The Murray Mayhems took that one out, 258 to 175.
3: And on the 27th of April, down in Canberra, Canberra hosted a fun little round robin, which included Canberra's Vice City Rollers, so their A team, BRDL's Queen Bees, and Sydney Roller Derby's Assassins. So there were three games played all up. The first game was Canberra's Vice City Rollers taking on the SRDL Assassins. Canberra took that one out 216 to the Assassins 153. The second bout was then the Assassins taking on VRDL's Queen Bees, and the Queen Bees took that one out 213 to 155, followed by the third and final bout, which was Canberra's Five City Rollers taking on VRDL's Queen Bees, and the Queen Bees took that one out 202 to 187. Now, that last game was exceptionally interesting because we went into an overtime jam, in that overtime jam, there was a star pass that was an illegal star pass. And the jammer, the original jammer went to the box and couldn't retrieve the star from the pivot, who happened to be shortstop at the time. VRDL just went on scoring. That was pretty oh, wow. heated towards the end. Yeah, it was really exciting.
0: Interesting stuff. These were all closed bouts at, down at the cannery
3: down at the cannery yes oh also something really exciting that happened in that game all the assassins were actually sitting right in front of it as it happened you know your normal sausage derby where you're on a power jam and you line up and you've got one of your skaters at the, the front of the sausage watching oh, the skaters of the other team and how far away they are from you so that you can still maintain a pack the front of the sausage just happened to be fraudy and slit and the jammer was shortstop as the WFTDA rules state that a jammer cannot be penalised for a pack destruction, shortstop came up, hit Freudian Slit, out, no pack, straight
0: through.
1: Oh, yeah. wow. Dun, dun, dun! And we were the Holy shit.
0: Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah.
1: See, I prefer to call it Jerky Derby because you're leaving your jammer out to dry. <sighs>
0: yeah. Another huge point from this weekend was, of course, it was Anna War's debut as an assassin.
1: Yes, congratulations. Yeah,
3: I was so nervous, it wasn't funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How'd you go?
3: Uh, yeah, Mr. Fuse like, oh yeah, so you're going to be dedicated jam for the day? I'm like, <gasps> okay. <laughs> and a whole lot of us were sick. I think Taylor Swift and I were the sickest, although she was a lot more sick than me. It was just funny. It was definitely a learning experience, and I feel like I have some work to do, but it was still fun. And we were pretty consistent, actually. It was 60 points difference for both of them, and the scores were quite different. uh, Quite the same, sorry. So we were consistent. I think next time it's going to be totally different when we meet two teams.
0: On the 28th of April, down in Tasmania, uh, South Island Science Hells Bells took on Convict City Rollers Brutal Brutale, and the Hells Bells took it out 146 to 131. A bit of Interleague matchups going on now. I like it.
2: On the 4th of the 5th, we had Otway Derby Dolls take on Westside Glory, Westside Derby Dolls. Westside took that out 314 to 158.
0: Westside Derby Dolls, man. They're doing some really... Big things like they're a baby league as well, and they are tearing up whoever they go up against. East Vic Northside Rollers down the middle, they've they're done some really good stuff. I'm impressed with them.
2: I'm pretty sure I met one of their skaters at the um at the Carmen Food camp. camp.
0: There, was, there was a couple of them. Yeah,
2: there's she had a great
0: be... name by the way. Monkey yeah, that, Awesome yeah, name.
2: Out over. Yeah. I actually I actually got to hang out with her a fair bit because she was looking for someone to give her a lift to the um the nuts pussy witch game so I gave her a lift to the station stuff. Great girl, really, really excited about Derby and excited about her league. So hopefully everything's going really well for her over there.
3: We should get all the sides to play. Now we only need an east side. <laughs> and then you can have a
0: a yeah. about thing. We get, there's north side, west side, south side. There's East Vic it calling count, out?
3: No, no, calling out East Side. Someone needs to make an East Side.
0: East Side. <laughs> all right,
4: let's
2: just let's just keep going before Kofina gets carried away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing up gang signs here. I oh,
2: know. I can see it. I can, I can see For it. Those people
0: watching the video podcast, for people watching the video podcast, you can see it all.
3: Okay. Also on Star Wars Day. Western Australia's Roller Derby League wards of the skate take on Gold City Rollers. Western Australia took that one out two hundred and
0: eight to one hundred and fifty. It's weird that Star Wars Day happened May the Fourth, and S two D two didn't have a bout on or anything. But oh, the other planning. Star Wars thing, yeah. The other Star Wars league, they yeah. North Melbourne's North Side Rollers. Uh they've got obviously the Death Stars and the Rebel Alliance. They had a doubleheader down there on May the fourth. The B the Rebel Alliance taking on Diamond Valley's uh rough cut rollers, and they won that three twenty-nine to one fifty-six, and then their eighteen Death Stars took on a traveling Rattle Ladies, uh, all the way from Adelaide. Of course, uh, the Rattle ladies winning that one two twenty-six to one eighty-nine.
2: Also on um, the 4th and the 5th, we've got the North Coast Derby Coalition's doubleheader, which was uh, TBRD Bay Rollers taking on Battle Stars from North Coast Roller Derby.
1: Sorry, Northern Rivers.
2: Northern Rivers, I've just I said that, I realised. So Northern Rivers Roller Derby, um, the Battle Stars. Uh, Northern oh. Rivers took out that game, 172 to 121. And the main bout for that day was um, CCDD.
1: Coffs Coast Derby Dolls. Thank you.
2: Daughters <laughs> of Mayhem taking on Speed uh, Valley Rollins. Whoop. Uh, Valley Vixens. The Valley Vixens took that one out 228 to 205.
3: On the next day, the Sunday, the 5th of May, Weirds Steel City Derby Dolls came down to play SRDL Snipers at Doug Gray Velodrome, and the Snipers took this one out 130 to 117. And they are WFTDA Apprentice Leagues, not WFTDA Apprentice Leagues. Mm
0: -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Another close bout there. Uh, Same day as Sunday, the Queen Bees took on Geelong Roller, the League's Bloody Marys, uh, Queen Bees from VRDL, obviously, 383 to 120. What's going on north of the border? Let's hear from Helen Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday,
1: Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Wow, there's been so much roller derby. I didn't know where to start. (laughs) So I started sort of mid-April. I'm sorry if I've missed you about people. I do apologise. Um, so on the 6th of the 4th, the Reef City Roller Girls New Stars took on the Tableland Roller Derby. They defeated Tableland 278 to 140. Also that night, the Townsvilleian Roller Derby took on Reef City's All Stars and defeated them 230 to 96. And down on the Gold Coast, the Maids of Pain defeated the BCR Punk Blockers 247 to 137. There was a little bit of break in roller derby in Queensland for about a week, and then on the twentieth of the fourth, the um, it was a doubleheader up in Townsville. The Townsvilleian Skull Ravens defeated the Cairns Coast, sorry, the Cairns Derby Dolls two fifty-five to seventy-six, and the main event for that night was the Townsville Slaughterers defeated the TVRD uh, Roll Asylum two hundred two to one twenty-nine. Um, on that day as well was round two of the open season, which saw the sun State Roller Girls Killer Bees defeat BCR's Rogues 158 to 126, uh, which was their first win for that open season. Okay, the um, BCR devotchkas defeated the um, Toowoomba City Rollers Mountain Resistance 155 to 126, which was. A great game as well, I've heard. And the Toowoomba City Rollers Range Renegades defeated the Gold Coast Maids of Pain 179 to 107. Now, in the second division of the open season, uh, the BCR Bomb Squad defeated the Gold Coast Corporal Punishers uh, by one point in a nail-biter and the nbr untouchables who were the nbr champions last year defeated the gold coast Murder maids 250 to 77 and the love rockets defeated the dynamite dolls 267 to 113 uh, later on this month that month On the 27th, the VRDL All-Stars came up to play against the Northern Brisbane Rollers Brawl Stars. The score for that final was 316-94 to with VRDL taking that. It was one of those games where if you just watch the game and look at the scoreboard, NBR gave them a really good go. Um, They played really well. Just VRDL's power jams are what get them through everything in that game. They just had so many silly errors with NBR On the 28th of the 4th, the Twin Town Derby Brat uh, played against the uh, Digi Dodgers. Uh, This was the first junior bout in Queensland and the first ever interleague bout in Australia between two junior leagues. Uh, The Brats defeated the Dodgers in a nail-biter, 125 to 120. Uh, It was the most amazing bout I've ever seen in my life. And yeah, that's all I've got to say about that one.
0: That's awesome. So will it be happening again soon?
1: Uh, Yeah, we've talked about it myself, Hattie, and the coaches of the Brats have talked about it, doing a four-game season with the Brats and then having game number five, so then it's like a grand final for them. That's awesome. So hopefully we'll have some dates in the next coming weeks. Okay, and um, also on the twenty eighth, later that afternoon, all of my NSOs from my bout ran down the coast and officiated the Bay Rollers, who defeated the Gold Coast Rising Scars one ninety six to one forty two. And then on the Saturday just gone, also Star Wars Day, uh, Sun State had their first double header at Beenleigh. Oh, sorry, it's now been renamed Mount Warren Park. Um, The Defiance defeated the Vandals 187 to 151. And the second game apparently was a nail-biter. The Riots defeated the Furies 181 to 179 in the final jam. The Riots went into that final jam behind by three points and came out to win. So that's what's been happening in Queensland Roller Derby. Back to you. (laughs)
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Helen Sunday. Of course, if you want to get any of the scores that we talked about and all the information on what is happening in Roller Derby in Australia, make sure you head on over to RollerDerbyAU.com. Their new design website is so helpful and so easy to troll through a mountains of information. Doombug is killing it and literally probably killing herself with all the work she's doing as well. Um, she's always looking for help. If people like what she's putting out there, then help her out. You can either donate to what they're doing uh, financially or even with Sweat Equity. Make sure you hit up Doom Bargain. give her articles, give her information, give her uh, what is needed to keep com going along. If we didn't have it, we probably wouldn't be able to do much of a podcast.
2: Most definitely.
0: We don't have much of a New Zealand recap except to say uh, choice, bro. Not much going on. Mike Riott, come back soon. <laughs> Every episode of Evil Double, we like to talk about some hot topics, all the news, the things that are going on. And the first thing, big news, is that WFTDA, as they like to do every few months, announce a new crop of Apprentice Leagues. Ah, uh, 16 in total two of those are in Australia Canberra Roller Derby League and Sydney Roller Derby League both getting the green patch of a WFTDA apprenticeship congratulations to both leagues and we've got a uh, a member of the podcast now a part of a WFTDA apprentice league I like that and
3: yay and we actually played each other on the same day that we both got apprenticeship that's pretty cool, cool.
0: So, I think that actually brings our total to seven now, or seven WFT Day leagues in Australia, including Victoria. I was going to say eight, just off the top
3: of my head. Not even counting. I don't know why.
0: Eight, you reckon, I think. Okay, so there's Victoria. Victoria, Sun State. Wollongong. Western Australia, Wollongong. South Sea. Canberra. Sydney and Canberra. Is it seven? Uh, According to my fingers, it's seven.
1: (laughs) You know what? You know why I thought eight? Because I was just clout New Zealand, New Zealand, and Australia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> New but
0: there's two in New Zealand or oh, three. There's three in New Zealand. Auckland, Faro City, Richter City, and Auckland. Auckland yeah. Meaning ten WFTDA. There could so be a WFTDA tournament down here yeah,
1: because there's good. also some in Japan as well, which is closer to us than America. Yep. Mm-hmm. So oh, we could yeah. have an Australasia tournament
0: region
2: South Pacific. <sighs> I want to, go to, I want to go to Japan. Yep. Me too.
0: Snowboarding. <laughs> they play...
1: Asher
2: the people, boy. Play, roller Hello, derby.
0: The people play roller derby in Japan are cyborgs. So they're like androids.
1: No, they're all army wives. So They're not even Japanese. They're like American. That's true.
2: There's keeps of Americans. And I, I, I'm pretty sure I see that Carmen and Shorty are doing a boot camp in Osaka. That's, that's so funny. It's
3: like the second time they've been there, I think. The second time they're going to oh,
2: go. Yep. That's so awesome.
0: So, big congrats to... Uh, Canberra and Sydney, uh, paving the way. I'm sure there's going to be a whole bunch of other leagues following suitors. Next time you're going to skate for the Assassin's Animal, you'll have a, a little green patch on your jersey.
2: Yes.
3: I don't know where I'm going to stick it yet. Do we all have to put them in the same place? I don't yes. know. Yes. It has there to an go there.
1: Yeah, bottom right-hand corner. It is bottom right-hand. Okay.
3: Yep. I've seen some people with them on their pants I believe I remember seeing a photo of a Rat City skater that had was wearing two at one time. Forget who it was. Ooh.
1: Yeah, she had one where it was meant to be and then one on some pants. As long as it's on your jersey bottom right hand corner is the proper location. And if you're a ref, top left hand. And I feel really really bad for knowing that. No. That's fine. <sighs> Wealth of knowledge. Yes.
0: Derby and pop culture thing going on. We talked about ages ago, uh, or maybe didn't. I don't know. But it's been a, yeah. a few, a little while now. We've um, Rocky Mountain Roller Girls skaters Fiona Grapple and Triple Shot Misto have been on the amazing race, and I've been following. It. I've been watching it. Don't ask how I watch US programs. Pretty much the same day as it's aired in the states. I don't want to go into that.
3: ProjectFreeTV.com.
0: Friend in the states who tells me all about it.
2: Illegal. <laughs> illegal.
0: Um, yeah, the finale was yesterday, uh, in America and the girls came third out of the- I was so freaking disappointed, but uh, congratulations to Mona and Beth or Fiona Grapple and Triple Shot Mister. They lost out to a couple of hockey players, Bates and Anthony, who were stuck-up dicks, and I didn't want See? Them
3: to win. always <laughs> hockey. Hockey.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but it was a good good showing from the Derby girls, and I'm, I'm glad they got to sort of show the world that Derby people are, are pretty fierce competitors and stuff and, in, in a mainstream market anyway. Do any of you watch Amazing Race? No. no. no just me.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I remember though seeing stuff some other American Derby players when it got announced that Fiona Grapple and Trooper Shot Misto were on it. Oh, there goes my in for being on for getting on the amazing, amazing race, race with
0: old <laughs> Derby. <laughs> the next thing I wanted to talk about, and I'll, I'll tell you why this came up, is closed bouts. Uh, Anna, well, you played in a couple of closed bouts last weekend. The cannery is a smell, uh, smelly, a fairly small venue. <laughs> I have no it's idea what it smelly. smells like. <laughs> it's a fairly small venue, not enough room for a crowd, not even enough room for family and friends or anything. No. And, of course, the the bouts are closed. There's a lot of them going on fairly regularly, and it's come to be part of the normal roller derby landscape. We still report on it. Uh, roller derby AU, as they are want to do, reported the scores from those bouts. And there's a little bit of commentary back and forth in the comments section on that post um, from some people decrying the use of closed bouts um, from the fans' perspective. Though I wouldn't say anger, but just maybe opening up the debate about what's the point of having them. You're cutting the fans out of the process. Um, why even report stuff that we don't get to see? Closed bouts are the devil and we shouldn't have them. What do you guys think of the fact that a lot of leagues implement things like closed bouts?
3: Was there actually a comment that said "closed bouts are the devil"?
0: No, I just made that oh. one up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Paraphrasing, oh, I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I'm a little. I bit mean, tall.
0: last year, last year was a little bit different circumstances. Three Mental Media insisted that it be closed bouts, but Gotham girls, when they came down for RDX, um, got to play Sun State and VRDL up in Brisbane. And they were closed bouts, and they would have been the best bouts to go see, just to watch and Girls on the flat track, up against our best, and they were closed, and it's such a disappointment like to everyone. that. I mean, they would have sold out a massive area.
3: Well, not only that, but, I mean, they don't want people to go to see that game and not go to RDX. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because people would have probably gone to see that over RDX. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I would have. Like The only reason I went to RDX is because I got free tickets.
2: Well, I wanted to, I've i never seen Bank Track before.
1: Yeah. So
2: I, I wanted to see Bank Track, and I wanted to see Gotham, and, and I wanted to see my friends play on an American team, which is pretty fucking cool.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have paid to see it purely because I couldn't afford it. Not fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I anyway, kind of regret yeah. the seat
3: so,
0: that I got. That was a bit stupid.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm pretty happy that was a the cheap seat. Yeah. And they were
0: pretty awesome. Sleep. So, closed bouts have become, like I said, a staple of roller derby and probably necessary depending on venues, etc. But why do you think closed bouts happen and what's the impact it has on the fans and, I guess, derby overall? Is it ignoring the fans from it um, for the sake of the skaters or, I don't know, like, what, let's talk about it, folks. Closed bouts, un, not open to the public, what do you think of them?
2: kind of torn because I I, you know I, I feel for the fans as well I feel that like you know we last week was like we just talked about for the assassins going up against Canberra and um the Queen Bees and this was you know Anna Wall's first assassins game and I would have liked to be there for my friend and cheer her on and you know, it would have been a great experience and some freaking awesome derby but unfortunately that was closed, and I, I get that sometimes it's just so much hassle to put on about I think it's not just a thing you just can't put it on in two seconds it's a lot of production a lot of thought and time and effort go into putting on an event where you invite the you know the general public and you need to put on an event like a spectacular they expect more than just about where with closed bouts. if you just need to get a game played for whatever reason i don't know what like screwish or whatever closed is easier. Like,
1: just do a training
2: session but yeah i'm a little bit torn
1: i think i'm the same like i think the fact that they happen for specific reasons, like, for example, the SSRG Victoria was so then they could get their WFTDA sanctioned bouts out of the way to help with their apprenticeships and so on, is is okay to be closed? But it sucks that we don't get to see that awesome stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As long as, long as they, they're closed for purpose, then, I, then I'm like, okay, no worries. But if they're closed for just because they're closed, I for no reason then I was like, oh, that's kind of shit. I really would really like to see those two teams go head to head.
0: I mean, for any bout that's put on, there's obviously a massive amount of resources required to to do that. And as soon as you incorporate a crowd into that, that resource requirement triples, if not more, just for people to take tickets, for people to usher in and, and you got PA system and announcers and music and blah 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 blah, you got to have, I don't know so much more goes into it, so I can see why it's necessary to have a closed out every now and then, I guess it, it does suck from the fans' perspective, and what, the Derby preacher was the one be crying the closed bout um, Said that he's even seen Closed bout results actually go Towards a championship Point sort of thing It actually counts as part of a season But it's a closed bout So fans are expected to go to the next one And know what results happened in the past Without that bout ever being open Which is a weird thing to see I, I haven't seen that happen But I don't know We're We're always in Derby talking about And debating the for the skater by the skater as opposed to for the fans or for the people you know that sort of thing and this falls squarely into unfortunately a lot of the times into the for the skater bit they're worried about their gameplay their scrimmage their practice whatever the Queen Bee's Versus Canberra versus Sydney last weekend only. The cannery itself is too diff Like, you can't physically fit a crowd in there. It just can't happen. But, I mean, they skate at the local basketball stadium for their home bouts. I don't know how difficult it would have been to set somewhere up to see such awesome derby all happening in one day.
3: No, agreed. But I think um, in this instance, it was used as kind of like training, basically, but full bout conditions for everyone who was involved. I guess it's weird if the scores were recorded, but I mean, people still want to know what the scores were, even if they couldn't see the game.
0: Well, that's the next stage of it. He was then saying that um, if it's a closed bout and it's meant to be training, then why is it even published?
3: Well, so, i still and- want to know yeah.
0: And, and that's the thing I was going to – because to me, if a bout happens in Melbourne or if a bout happens in Queensland, it doesn't matter if it's fucking open to everybody or nobody. I'm not seeing it.
3: Yeah, exactly. I still
0: want to know what the results are. I still want to know what happened. Yeah. So it gets, it becomes a question of if a tree falls in the, wood and no one, the woods and no one's around to hear it doesn't make a sound, should <laughs> a closed bouts even be counted for anything and be the results out there if they – don't count for anything and the results don't matter i don't know it's a, it's a weird question i am of the opinion that i just want to know everything that ever happened in all of derby history and just know it and it's interesting to find out oh shit sydney lost both bows <laughs> like you know um it's to see what and you've got that information it builds a story it builds a context going into the next tournament that those teams are going to be involved in, you know that what happened last time may have helped in your predictions or what you're looking to see either continue or hopefully something that you might see them change in the next bout as well. So, And a, a new site like Roller Derby AU is always going to pr- talk um, provide all the scores. We're, at Viva Derby, we're always going to provide all the scores we can. Um, and you've heard that today, maybe even to the point where it was boring, but the more information, the better, I think. So,
3: Also, the um, Sniper's game against Weird was closed, but we still had a Twitter feed going of what was happening, even though no one could actually see it.
0: Absolutely. And that was just part of their regular Sunday training regime, I guess, but we're coming yeah. up for that. So, I mean, I can see that it's important that they happen sometimes. You can't always put in a bout, especially with venues and things like that. And that means you're either limited by the amount of play you can actually do. You can only have a certain number of bouts per year. Does that mean your team can only play that many times as well? I don't know. It's a it's a difficult one, but I wish that we weren't limited by venues and things like that, so that this wasn't even an issue. But it's an unfortunate reality of where derby is at the moment that we 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 are dictated a lot of the times by the venue, by the resources, by volunteers, and we have to do what we can with what we're. Allocated, I guess.
1: Yeah, every league should just have a sugar daddy that buys them a venue. Oh, that'd be the best. I'm trying to win Lotto. Jeez, come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we got a very special interview with none other than one of our favourite skaters, Ruby Ribcrusher from Victorian Roller Derby League. We did that a little bit earlier. Let's have a listen. <laughs> All right, on this episode of Evil Derby, we we're very lucky to be joined by a personal favorite of mine, and I'm sure of the rest of the cast as well, from Victorian Roller Derby League, the number one league in the nation, Ruby Ribcrusher. Welcome to Viva La Derby. How are you doing?
4: Hi, good. I'm I'm doing really great. I'm so incredibly excited and overwhelmed right now. So, yeah, doing good.
0: good. You're right. overwhelmed because of uh, <laughs> the podcast?
4: Of course, because of the podcast. No, I'm um, I've got uni and derby and life happening in abundance, and while I'm extremely blessed and very, very lucky, it's all happening at once we leave in seven days. We live on Tuesday in the morning, Um, so wow, it's going to be an amazing time, but big
0: and that's why we wanted you on the show, not to talk about your uni work, although that's probably really cool as well, but it is Viva La Derby, so we want to talk about the Derby and, of course, Victorian Roller Derby League, heading over to the good old United States of America, fuck yeah, uh, to take on the Pacific Northwest, basically everyone in that area. The whole country is playing Victorian Roller Derby League over the span of seven days. Yeah, we're do- world, do- world domination. World domination. World domination. Um, so, I'll just, for our listeners, we'll do a quick rundown of what is actually happening. Uh, it was originally for the, the Big O tournament, and we got tweaked to that a few months back thanks to the investigative skills of Anna War. Um You've added a few more games to the schedule. So, so you're going to be playing Wasatch, Sacred City, Terminal City, Arizona, Rose City, Rat City. It's two Rat City teams. Yep. And Emerald City. So eight bouts, seven of them WSTDA sanctioned, yep. uh, in the space of seven days.
4: Uh, eight bouts in nine days.
0: Nine days. My, I was never good at maths.
4: And here on the podcast, we <laughs> can't uh, count uh,
0: either. Uh, whatever.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we do have six bouts um, in a 72 hour period, though, which is going to be crazy. <laughs>
0: Let's let's go through and, and break it down, I guess. At the moment, um, Victorian Roller WB League, obviously we all know and love your exploits, but on the world stage, you're currently ranked 37th with WFTA, uh, 11th in the West, and DNN has you on their power rankings at 35, which means you, with these bouts coming up, you've always got a big opportunity to leapfrog a few teams ahead of you and really get into the, the playoff picture for WFTDA and champs, I guess, Um, starting on May 15th. So you said you're leaving next Tuesday, which is May uh, 14th, uh, 12th, 14th. Oh, so you play the next day you land. Yeah.
4: Yep, yep. Leaving on a Tuesday, May
0: 15th, wow, May 15th, you play Rat City V team? Yep. Then you head to Portland, and you play Rose City on the 17th, the Wheels yes. of Justice. Yes. And then you've got the Big O tournament over the weekend. So from yes. May eighteenth to May 20, you've got Terminal City, Sacred, uh-huh. yep. Arizona, yep. Wasatch, yep. yep, and Emerald City.
4: Yeah, Emerald's on the Monday, so we're, on that's the a good quest for them
0: to play. them. And then you finish it up on the 22nd with uh, Rat City's yep. All-Stars. Correct. Wow, that's a hell of a schedule. It is. A lot of big bouts there. There's none that's really going to be a an easy <sighs> bout, if you will. You've really Jeez. taken on a lot of the big teams.
4: Well, we kind of needed to go out there, and this is our chance to show everybody that we're up there with the rest of them and that we've been working really, really hard, and we've been working to, I don't know, just go out there and show them that Australians know how to play roller derby. And we have fun with it as well. No fun. We have no fun with it. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so fun. serious. No fun in roller derby in Australia. No That's fun. Right. That's
4: right. How many skaters are you guys taking? We're taking 14. We're taking 14 skaters and two bench staff. And then I think two of our refs are going over as well. Um, and they'll be doing both. Um, the big O is a, has men as well. So it's not just um, WUFDA sanctioned. But I think it's all Murby too, which is gonna be pretty awesome. We won't be able to see a lot of that play because of the way that we go into a tournament, but in um, our preparation for a tournament. But it will on the last day when we get a, a little bit of downtime, it'll be kinda of cool to watch the boys play. Awesome.
0: Yes. Anyone feel free to jump in.
1: So with all the traveling that you're going to be doing, how do you guys all manage to get time off?
4: time off. Oh, our bosses and our partners and our teachers all love us so much because we're we're such good people. No, um I think we we knew I think 6 or 7 months away that we were going on this trip, so everybody's kind of planned their holidays around it. Um and we've also budgeted both money and time to go away for um divisionals in september so hopefully we can put on a pretty good production and show and get back into the states in september so do all of this again but it's it's really stressful on everybody but we plan our lives around there because we love it so that's yeah yeah
2: um, how are you guys fundraising to to make all these trips in the states? I know that you guys have been doing the boot camps. Is there, is there more boot camps coming up, or have you guys thought of some other nifty fundraising ideas?
4: We mainly do the boot camps. It's our biggest fundraiser. We've we're almost this close to signing a sponsorship deal, which is pretty cool. That'd um, be amazing. That funding is with the new in the new financial year, so none of that's for this trip. Um, we've done band nights before, um, but they don't bring in as much money as the master classes and then we do Hire an All Star as well as the um boot camps. Um and we do a GoFundMe page, which everybody should get on and share and five bucks helps like all of that goes to- towards the entire team. So the GoFundMe page is going off today. I think as well. So
0: that's GoFundMe dot com forward slash VRDL All Stars.
4: Thank you. Yes.
0: <laughs> now, um, you said you're traveling with fourteen skaters. The, uh-huh. Obviously, the roster sort of maximum. There's no room in there at all for or injury. Nope. Is or fatigue, anything like that. Um that many bouts against that level of competition is going to take its toll. What sort of things can you do to sort of manage, I guess, the the physical aspects of that sort of taxing schedule?
4: We, we've been talking about that a lot. So we have this have this thing called crank levels. The rest of the sporting world calls it arousal levels and we thought that was too much fun for us so we call it our crank levels and everybody knows each other's crank levels and that's just what you need to do to get into and get ready for each game and so we're pretty... We've worked really hard on becoming more self-aware about what we need for excitement or downtime are we've been really looking at nutrition... And then how each of us deals with stress differently and gets excited for games. But with only 14 of us, we work really well, I guess, on momentum. And I know that we've been saying this for a good year now. But we find that each game builds on the next one. And it's really hard to carry that excitement and that learned knowledge from one game to another if you're interchanging people. And I think sometimes because that knowledge is so valuable w- that you learn from one game... And carrying it into the next that even if we do end up skating down because of injury or illness, I think we'll be just a stronger team as with that. So we're, we're pretty prepared for it, I think. We've been training a lot. Um, we're in a tapering phase right, right now, but we've been lifting a lot. We've been double training a lot, doing three hours of power. I enjoy it because it means more skating. (laughs) And I think the rest of us as well. But we're pretty lucky because we we have our own facility and um, that gives us a a lot of space to work the schedule the way that we want to and get more track
0: time. Now, when you talk about um, your training regime um, and using some very technical things there, tapering and three (laughs) hours of power, and I don't really know what you're talking about. (laughs) But for some of the leagues, obviously... Yeah, 99% of the leagues in Australia are not necessarily playing at the level that VRDL is. For those of us who want to bridge that gap, uh what sort of training, what sort of how much training does the do the All Stars do at Victorian?
4: The All Stars
0: own facility, but
4: yeah, and that that does make a huge difference, but um we do a lot of off-skates training as well. So we train Literally only as a team once every fortnight, um, but we scrimmage every Saturday for an hour. We're kind of expected to do about 20 hours a week of training, and that's off-skates and on-skates training, lift weights, um, and included in that is any kind of recon stuff, so watching video ourselves play as well as um, our opponents play. So... We kind of spread out the the physical training with mental training because derby is such an intense game that you need to be able to stay focused and mentally present um, in order not to get hurt, but also just to play a better game. And when you're mentally present, you get to you actually get to have a little bit of fun out on the track, which I think that's why most of us play. Anyways, well, that's why I play lots of fun.
3: Have you been watching bouts of the opponents that you're going to be playing in the tournament? Yep.
4: Hell yeah! Of course we have! Oh, we just had a um, huge recon day uh, yesterday and everybody kind of consolidated what they've been watching so about five months ago when it was confirmed who was going to the Big O and what teams that we would be playing, everybody was assigned a team, and so two people per team basically, and it was our job's in the last few months to basically watch as much of that team as possible and learn about them. So who their jammers are, who their blockers are, how they move as a pack, watch the videos of them that we can find online. Ballistic Whistle pointed out something, which is looking at Flickr um, pictures and Flickr mm-hmm. sets. They had never heard mm-hmm. of that, but that, that's kind of cool because you can see weight loading and who's lining up with who. whether yeah, the the is a whole new <laughs> whole new level of recon, but um it's also just about, I don't know, hearing gossip as well. That can be kind of a, a good way to do recon. And and asking other leagues if you have a guest skater to go and you know that they've skated against a team that you're going to go against. So like everybody's going to share, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. We, Very cool. We get recon from every place we can get it. Is, and is there a team that you're most looking forward to playing? Well, we've played Rat, and that was pretty exciting. We've been training pretty hard for that, but I'm really, really, really looking forward to playing Rose because they've they've they have a history of being absolutely amazing, and they've got some really great skaters. And um, I th- their league in general seems pretty awesome. They've got so many volunteers, and they've got such. It it looks like they have a really amazing culture, and I I'm Excited to see how that all works out over there. Wheels of uh, Justice. They've got a great name uh, and great helmets. And they're purple. purple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> great helmets. I they, don't think that's they ever are come really up
4: cool, in a... though. I sat
3: with them yeah. at Westerns.
4: They are hilarious. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I know that it's going to be kind of scary going against Mercy, but she's on those tiny little wheels. No, <laughs> I don't know. No. She is scary lady so <laughs> oh, amazing They're but they, they're in a team of an amazing skaters and rat's going to be amazing to play and so is wasatch and terminal and sacred and arizona so and and eugene as well so it's we're going over there to learn as much as possible for as much as we're going over there to play a really good derby we're going over there to just fill our minds with mind-blowing information and then yeah, skate until we collapse, basically.
3: And hopefully so that's um, not until obviously. you're in your chairs on the plane on the way back home. <laughs>
4: uh, we yeah, we'll just be atrophied and liquefied, and I don't. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll all make the plane home. We 'cause because we our last game is the night before we fly out, so I think the after party is going to be slightly messy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, with such a strong sort of competition that you're going up against, all the teams there are highly ranked. And you said you're going into it hoping to learn as well. But realistically, what sort of um, win-loss record are you hoping for here? Obviously, everyone wants to win everything, but like, have you sort of set a goal as far as who you can take and who you want to get as far as scalps go? Um,
4: we don't really do that. We, we set goals for each game um, and they're not... Numbers goals, they're kind of where we want to be really accountable and we want to stay really positive. Um, We do things like that, and those are centered around our values. We're going into every game to win it around those specific goals. And if we are successful in that, then I think we've won the game. I think each of us in our own heads have gone yes, no, yes, no to these people or this or that team. But I think it's different for each of us. So, mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't really tell you because for me, like I did this with Dust Devil last year. It's like I go out there thinking that we're going to win everything. So, um, but then somebody else on the team might think that we'll win maybe two or three of the games. So, we want to come out of it with a strong contention to go, for going into divisionals. That's that's. I think that's okay. our goal is to make sure that we get to divisionals.
0: With that in mind, has has anyone um, crunched the numbers as far as with the way the new weighting of of point differentials and that goes? You're currently sitting at 37th with WFTDA. 40 teams make it to the divisionals. How can how much impact will the win and loss record here have on where you huge. might fall in that? Huge,
4: huge, huge, huge. Um, because it's been a little bit since we played last, our last sanctioned game, our rankings and everything are kind of all mixed up and messed up and mashed together. So all of the games are, I think, going to help us, but we have to do well. Like I'm I'm pretty sure that we have to win maybe, I want to say, three of the games. But the teams that we're playing are all pretty high up, so because they're higher than we are right now... I don't think we can do anything except go up if we win, which we will. Of Even course. if you
0: lose, if it's if it's by a certain margin, you can still go up based on. Yep. Yeah. The, the ranking weighting. So.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and and us not having um having had a sanctioned game for so long kind of helps us with that. But I think we've gotten some special permissions for this, that, and the other because we're because we're so far away. Basically, um, it was one of the factors that they're looking at with kind of overseas teams because it's it's hard for us to get over to the States and it's expensive so we'd, we'd not be able to do it very much but um, they are being accommodating which is very good very gracious of them we're just going to go out there and win them all that's it
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely either way win or lose I'm sure you're going to represent all of us like VR always do just going back a little bit to the roster um, you said it's been a long time since the last sanctioned bout um, going back to last year there's been a little bit of change with the all-stars <laughs> since that time obviously losing some of the, the veteran skaters can you tell us about um, what the lineup looks like now if there's any new skaters that we should all be aware of and keeping an eye on
4: oh well what I think we, we kind of debuted them all at the NBR game
0: mm-hmm.
4: with the our queen bees are kicking ass oh my god I am so proud of this league right now um the gold Lions, which are our seat uh, not our C team sorry they are our um, scrimmage ready team. Um, they've just went out and played yesterday and they did amazing and I'm so proud of them and the Queen bees just won a couple games last weekend and we yeah. just went against get yeah. um, so all of that was great and but what that means is that we've got a really great depth of bench. Um, and there's some skaters that have come up like bebop and oh my god everybody's names are just escaping me right now um but there's been a few of them that have done amazing things in the last little bit and i think they're good people to watch out for in the next in the next few months I wish we could play more in Australia so everybody could see them. But we had a huge bench change. Um, Berserker left, Axis of Yvonne left. We don't have Hot Rod Stacy anymore. Kitty Decapitate, obviously. So big, big names and big experience. And they were, they were, they're very, very dearly missed, I definitely would say. My computer's not coming on, so I can't...
0: That's good. So obviously, some big changes there, but a chance for, I guess, some new people to claim that that mantle that's been left behind, I guess. Big skates to fill.
4: That's right. That's right. Huge, <laughs> huge mantle. Um, but MAME and Swish are our new captains, and they're doing a pretty great job. And we've got um a new bench as well. So Jude, obviously... She's been on the bench since the beginning, but we've got the flaming galah, who um, comes from us from Southern Discomfort in the UK, and he also was the coach of a women's team that did well. So there's a lot of new faces on the bench, but I think in our preparation, we've we've done the best that we know how to do to get everybody on the on board and on the same level. So we kind of go out there as saying nobody's the hero and VRDL is an extremely competitive league and we all know that our spot isn't sacred, that you can be kind of replaced at any time, which makes us go out there and train as hard as we possibly can.
0: Okay, so preparation. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago, only I mean, uh, a big win over NBR.
4: Yes. It was. What else has
0: VRDO All-Stars been doing?
4: Oh, what else have we been doing? We have been training. We've just been in at, at the factory training. Yeah, we. Um, I think we've had a few other scrimmages. We we scrimmaged against Geelong a few weekends ago. We had a, a small um, mini scrimmage week, tournament weekend that we did. But we've just been getting together and being as social as possible together and lifting weights and um, doing plyo and skating and skating and skating and s- skating some more and then planning boot camps and that's kind of helped us over the line i'm looking at everybody's photo right now and uh, we've got a pretty one well that i didn't mention before were um tiger and perky and both of them are pretty pretty damn good skaters i don't know i guess i'm so used to them being on the team now that i have a hard time thinking about them as new skaters but yes they are new faces on the team
0: well, that's a good sign, I guess, the fact that they're so integrated into the team already.
4: Yeah. Well, we train, we have a top 30 model that we train in as. So we train as a top 30, we train as the charter, which is 20 skaters. And then in these last few weeks of getting ready to go overseas, we've trained as the Pacific Northwest Tour team. And so that's just the 14 of us. So, yeah, we've been, we've had this roster for two, three months now. And I think, I think we're ready. We got our teamwork happening and yeah, I think we like each other as well, which helps a lot.
0: I'm really glad, Ruby, that VRDL is sort of, although it's one league, when you're over there in the States, you're kind of representing all of us and we're, we're proud of what you do and hopefully you come back with a few wins on your belt and move up. Hopefully in the very new future with um, so many apprentice leagues being patched here in Australia, you won't have to travel <laughs> so far to get your sanctioned bouts in.
4: Yeah, we're really, really looking forward to that. Um, one of our one of our values is ambassadors, and that's kind of one of the big ones for us. Um, every time that we travel, and every time that we go overseas or play a game, it's kind of the main one because we have so much. Well, Australia kind of has so much to prove, but we as we as Victoria, we, we kind of want to bring everything that we possibly can back to Australia because it's been so supportive of us. Like our GoFundMe page has raised I think twenty five hundred already and it's only been up for a week or a couple weeks now and that's pretty awesome. And we feel we definitely feel the love of Australians so we want to share it. And yeah, I think it's all very, very overwhelming, but when we're able to step back from it in a couple months and really have had a chance to filter through everything that we've learned. It's going to be beneficial to the Australian community, the roller derby community, and I guess the community in general.
0: Hmm. Hmm. My well, we look forward dying. to seeing. <laughs> before we before look forward you... to seeing it all on.
2: Sorry, I was just going to say before um, we sort of wrap this up, I just wanted to say that one of the skaters on it at Lift Fanny, is your biggest fan girl ever. She's totally Aww. in love with you. Uh, she got to skate with you at um, Worldcon Down Under. She was doing a dirty dev class, and you happened to be her partner. She said that you were so nice and made her feel really comfortable because, you know, obviously your C-levels are eon apart, but she felt very comfortable. And she was over the moon when I told her that we were talking to you tonight, so sending you big love and hugs from Fat Fanny.
4: Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> That's all right. Um, I mean, so it's been a really, really big kind of crazy day. So stuff like that makes me feel very, very, very good. And um, I know that the rest of the team loves that as well, um, hearing those kind of things. So we're we're all fairly crazy right now. So I guess as much love as you can send to the rest of the team and especially to our bench staff as well. It would be amazing because we're we're about to go on a pretty, pretty big, stressful trip. And as much as we all all love it, and I think we're putting a lot of pressure on ourselves. And messages of support are definitely uh, appreciated.
2: Okay, then we'll we'll make sure that... um... Southside, do something special for VRDL, and make sure you
0: guys feel the love. Yay! All the listeners, head on over to VRDL's Facebook page and send them some love. If you want to support VRDL, it's gofundme.com forward slash VRDL all stars, and head on over to vrdl.org for all the information. Ruby, thank you so much. You're one of our favorite skaters. I put you in my top five of the last year. Aww. Um,
4: Thank you. I did
0: in, the, in, I our, in, in did. our look back at 2002 yeah, yeah, <laughs> <did. laughs> I just Good want to know did you get up. our stickers that we left in your shoes
2: <laughs> no Oh, <laughs> uh, at the roller con down under after party, you were kind of sitting on the edge of the table away from us like, and you went off to be yourself or leg wrestle or something, I don't know. So Kahuna, Kahuna snuck stickers into your shoe and we're like, yes! Oh,
4: no, no! You were
0: barefoot, I, of course. I, you were just barefoot walking around.
4: Yeah, I didn't in the I think I ended up the next day in a strapless ball gown with no shoes. So Yes
1: you did. You walked past my cabin at seven thirty in the morning. It was hilarious.
4: It was a fabulous night. So a- you
1: didn't
0: even get your shoes back?
4: No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs>
1: which explains why she
0: didn't get the stickers. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> I
1: don't
4: know
0: which one's first. The stickers the shoes. Yet. We'll get you I'm some
4: more. You can send them to us, and they'll get here before we go overseas. We'll plaster them all over Seattle and Portland and Eugene. It's on. It's going
2: to happen. Yes. It's a mission. I'll steal some Express we'll post envelopes
4: from
0: work. woo Thank again, you so please. much for joining me awesome. with Be- Derby, Ruby.
4: No, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. You guys have added a lot to the Australian Derby community, and it's amazing. And thanks for your time and all of your effort and energy and all the money you spend traveling everywhere to, to broadcast Derby. So thank you.
0: Well, we look forward to the next yeah. episode when we can actually boast about how awesome VRDL did and kick us over there. And maybe we'll get you back on to talk about a bit of a recap.
4: Ooh, sounds good. Sounds very good. Have a good night, guys. Awesome. Thank good you, night. Ruby. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye-bye.
0: Upcoming events, lots of stuff going on in Derby in Australia. And, of course, we're here to tell you all about it, starting with the 11th of May uh, in South Australia. Murder City Roller Girls and Little Adelaide Rollers are doing a doubleheader between the two of them, putting it on together, I guess, Quad Monsters, taking on the School of Block, the two Little Adelaide Roller teams, and the Dames of Hazard versus the Vigilantes. That's at St. Clair Recreation Centre on Saturday. And
2: this weekend, the 11th of the 5th, over in New South Wales, we've got Sydney Roller Derby League's opening, um, home season bout, starting up with the Beauty School Knockouts taking on the Screaming Assault Siren and the main bout being the Deviant taking on Team Unicorn. It's going to be a very special bout for a couple of reasons. First of all, we're going to see our very own Anna Wall sporting the hottest of pink dresses for the Beauty School Knockout. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's going to be amazing.
2: That is going to be the ultimate highlight. Like of the whole of it, and also cheering on Team Unicorn to their victory against the DVD.
0: So metal and or so metal that so the hard light, for. baby pink foofy dresses. I love it. <laughs> foofy dresses.
2: I, I, I reckon they did it on purpose, just like just to entertain the crowd. <laughs> must <I'm gonna> stop.
0: <laughs> How are you fitting in with your new team?
3: We only got to scrimmage together as a team for the first time on Sunday, but I have played with some of the BSK girls on the Assassins. So it's not totally foreign, but, um, from how well our scrimmage went on Sunday, I think we'll be, we'll be good. It's going to be fun. And I'm so torn between the Deviants and Unicorns. Unicorns. Cause obviously my <laughs> previous two favorite SRDL teams, which I suppose, can I have a favorite SRDL team now that I'm at SRDL and not no. on either of my favorite SRDL no, you
0: have teams? To BSK. Oh.
2: Yeah, the European
3: like, I like everyone but Sass. No, I like Sass too. I just like it. I
2: love Sass Sass are my second team. I, I, I'm only supporting BSK because you're in them now. Like, that,
1: yeah. I'm not even supporting them because you're in them. Team Unicorn. <laughs> 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 I have too much history with that team. Uh, oh, I can also say
3: that uh, we are at the Horden Pavilion too. So that's Oh, yeah.
2: Sorry, sorry, I forgot to add that Super slippery floor. Good luck.
3: Apparently it's not as slippery as it previously was. Oh,
2: well, what have they done? Painted
3: or something? Yeah, I think they've coded it. Remember, at Beijing Regime? Oh, Beijing Regime, yes. Yeah, so that should be fine. On the 12th of May, so the next day, on the Sunday, down in good old ACT, the Varsity Derby League have fresh meat.
0: 18th of May, Perth Roller <laughs> Derby League uh, has their home bout round three. The Mistress of Mayhem taking on the Apocalypse Sticks.
2: On the 18th of the 5th, 5 by 5 Roller Derby Championships, round three. We have the Free Sisters from Blue Mountains Roller Derby taking on the Valkyries from Central Post Roller Girls. And we also have Bulletproof West from Inner West Roller Derby League taking on Southside's The Force. Uh, Doors open at four thirty. This is Sydney Boys High.
0: Ah, gnome's back in the lineup for the A team for Southside. Yes, I
2: am. I am. I'm so freaking happy.
0: (laughs) Two, two new um, entries into that lineup: Denominator and Darth Hater.
2: Yes, Darth Hater, (laughs) formerly known as AKA Haterade. So, um, yeah, so it's going to be a really, really fun bout. Uh, Hater and I. I'm really excited to be um, the newest recruits to the force and hopefully we can bring something um, to the team, a new dynamic, and we can all together have a victory.
3: On the 18th of the 5th, also in New South Wales, Northern River Roller Derby is going to be taking on Gold Coast Roller Derby and it'll be the Battle Stars versus the Maids of Pain. But that's at Lismore Skate Rink. Uh,
0: also that night down in Victoria, we've got the first about of the vic tournament happening this year. This is going to be in La Trobe. It's going to be La Trobe City and Rosebud's Rebels, a combined team, taking on South Sea Roller Derby. Uh, the Vic-Taz tournament, I'm super excited to see coming to fruition. I can't believe the balls of these organisers. <laughs> 16 leagues involved in one competition. 16 leagues, 15 teams made up of them. It's going from May to September and basically includes nearly every team. Oh, It is every team in Tasmania, every league in Tasmania, and nearly every league in Melbourne or wider Victoria area as well, and they're all involved in one massive competition. As someone who's helped or is part of the organizing of the 5 by 5 with five leagues in a relatively close area, to do it interstate with 16 – oh my gosh, I can't believe it (laughs) – the the organizational nightmare of it just does my head in. But we're gonna hopefully interview someone from the Victor's organizing crew and get all the information and all the goss on the next episode of Evil of Derby. But eighteenth of the fifth, check out La Trobe City Rosebud Rebels taking on South Sea.
2: On the eighteenth of the fifth we have Enemy of the Skate. It's a double header. We have the Tweed Valley Rollers Valley Vixens taking on the Gladstone Roller Derby's Harvest City Hustlers. We also have Roller Derby Ipswich taking on the Bay Rollers. It's at 9pm at Epic Skate Rink. It's going to be an epic night.
3: And lastly, on the 18th of May, down in Tasmania, the Van Diemen Rollers have Round 3 of their home season. The Crooked Butchers take on the Swiss Army
0: Wives. Uh, on the 19th in Adelaide, Adelaide's home season still going strong. Road Train Rollers taking on the wild horses and hopefully maybe we might be able to get holger von lomo on the line at some point tell us a bit about it on the
2: 19th of the 5th we're over in tasmania we've got a convict city rollers taking off south island sirens what what yeah capital collision yeah <laughs> we love those goals over at south island sirens and round two we' the mall Mole versus the deadly night slate and that's at kingsborough sports center
3: Also on the 19th, down in Victoria, Mayhem and Madness, which is a double header. We've got the Gold Diggers versus the Otway Derby Dolls and the Libertines versus Westside Glory. And that's at Ballarat East Rec Centre.
0: That same day in Wollongong, a really interesting concept from the, the weirdos at Wollongong Illawarra illawarra roller derby i should just say weird they got like the hardest name to say wollongong illawarra roller derby they're going to have something called smack a weirdo it's an open scrimmage anyone who is bout ready can come down to wollongong and actually scrimmage against their uh skaters in a black and white scrimmage so they're calling it smack a weirdo a mixed team up against their travel team and b team at the hub
2: <laughs> on the twenty fifth of the fifth in Western Australia, we have Perth's men's roller derby versus the Blockbusters. That's at six fifteen at the Kingsway Indoor Stadium. It's a, that's the boy and that's the boys versus the girls. If I didn't make that clear, that is boys versus girls battle of the sexes.
3: On the 26th of May, down in Wollongong, we have the weird B team. So that's Wollongong-Illawarra Roller Derby. Their B team going up against S2D2's The Force, and that's at the University of Wollongong Sports Hub at 3pm, which means it's two hours after my training, so I can go. Yay.
0: Um, Also that day on the Sunday, South Sea Roller Derby, apprentice League for WFTDA, are opening up their fresh meat intakes. Make sure you head on over to their page for all the information.
2: Also, on the 26th of the 5th, we have the opening of the um, Blue Mountains Roller Derby League's home season. So we have the Brawling Banshees taking on the Cross Valley Dolls. 3 p.m. doors open and 4 p.m. start. That's at the Tumba Sports and Aquatic Centre.
3: And last but not least, also in New South Wales, wrapping up our New South Wales events, WSR are holding a roller disco fundraiser, and that'll be at the Penrith Skatel from 5 till 7 p.m.
0: All right, lots of things going on all around Australia, but to bring it back, specialising in just Queensland, let's hear from Helen Sunday.
1: Okay, so coming up on the 11th of May, open season, round three. Doors open at 8.30. Um, There is eight bouts throughout the day. So head on down to Toowoomba, or actually up to Toowoomba, where that's being held. On the 11th of the 5th, the Mother's Day Mayhem up in Townsville, where the Dodgers versus the Rolling Pins... And on the 25th of the 5th, this has just been announced as well, at the South Pine Sports Centre in Brendale, there will be a double header between the Northern Brisbane Rollers and the Sunstate Roller Girls B Team, the Raw Stars versus the Killer Bees. And the main event is the Brawl Stars versus the Sunstate Swarm. So that will be a good one to see. And that's it from Queensland.
0: Don't forget, to, if you want to get all your information about upcoming bouts, head on over to rollerderbyau.com and send some stuff to us so we can talk about it. Big Pimpin'?
2: Big Pimpin'! Big Pimpin'!
0: Right, big pimpin'. First up, as always, we have our shop full of T-shirts of Derby goodness. Make sure you head on over to v- vivaladerby.com and click on the online shop icon. You can wear such awesome shirts as Derby as fuck. Uh, derby what famous. else? Derby famous. You can get one that says... You shall not pass. It talks about <laughs> you shall not pass. The, the wonder of Thunder Thighs, Roller Derby Thighs. Um... There's all lots of stuff on there. Make sure you head on over and pick up a shirt. Support your favorite roller derby podcast.
2: We also have uh, Spank Alley, who is the major sponsor of the 5x5 um, tournament. Please head over to Spank Alley if you need any helmet covers, pivot star gear, um, just a whole heap of derby goodness happening over there. And also, she also does busted bling on the side, which is to pimp out all your casts and crutches and stuff like that. Hopefully that business isn't going too well because we don't want too many broken derby girls. Whichever way you're going, Spank Alley or Buston Blink, fight from
3: there. We also have the 5x5 five five podcast round three, which will be coming to your ears shortly.
1: Okay, and I've got some stickers to give away here. I've got 60 little Adelaide Roller stickers. So the first 60 people to email me at sunday789 at vivaladerby.com will get yourself a sticker.
0: I'm going to email you now because I want one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> On the email, please include your name, Derby name, and address. Thank you.
0: That's it for Big Pimpin'. That brings us, of course, to the absolute worst part of any Viva La Derby show, the end. We're going to wrap it up here. We've done a lot of talking. Uh, we've got some hungry people needing to have some dinner, but thank you, everyone, for listening. Was that a, Did you find that a good episode, folks? You like that one? Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty All happy right. with that.
0: Uh, on the next episode of Viva La Derby, we're going to be talking with Australian Men's Roller Derby, getting to know all about what's going on with them. Uh, hopefully, I'll get an interview with, VAC, VAC, with the Taz group <laughs> about everything happening with that tournament. There's always a lot going on in Roller Derby, and we're going to bring it all to you. So, Denominator, thank you, ma'am. Thank you very
2: much for having me. I'm um, always, always fun to be on the podcast. Anna War. Always a pleasure.
0: And Helen Sunday. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week.
3: Be sure to tip your waitress.
0: Head on over to VivaLaDerby.com. Emails are Sunday789 at VivaLaDerby.com. Oh, AnnaWall at VivaLaDerby.com. MikeWright at VivaLaDerby.com. Gnomes at VivaLaDerby.com. Kahuna at VivaLaDerby.com. Our Facebook is Facebook.com forward slash VivaLaDerby. Twitter is at VivaLaDerby. Rate us on iTunes. Head on over to Rolla derby AU. Until next time, I am the Mayor of Lunch Lady Land. Hi,
3: I'm I am Anno Pink. And I'm Hell on Sunday. Oh, what a fancy
0: name! <laughs> Anno Pink. <laughs> Pink O' uh,
3: War. Or Arthur Pinko War. Pink O' War. Pink O' War. Pink O' War. Okay, oh, maybe that's better.
2: <laughs>